Hi, this is Mike Madura and you're listening to the ZFM Sport Podcast. Z. And it's Messi! It is the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. It's time for the biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world, in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. It's a Top Hit Tuesday. Some like to call it Terrific Tuesday. Here we call it Top Hit Tuesday on ZFM Sport. And the team is here. Mike Madura, Chris Mead, Z, Alois uh, Bunjira, and of course, Sean Tafirinika. My name is Barry Manandi. On the home front today, the curtain came down on an entertaining Castle Lager Premier Soccer League 2021-2022 season with FC Platinum being crowned champions for the fourth time in a row. And tonight, we delve deeper into the just-ended campaign. In our Formula One report, proudly Brought to you by Zamoko Red Bull Racing boss Christian Horner is adamant that Max Verstappen will help teammate Sergio Perez in the Formula One Abu Dhabi Grand Prix if the opportunity arises. In Around the World in 60, we have updates from Australia, Ireland and the United States. Now with four days to go till kickoff, the countdown to the FIFA World Cup in Qatar continues. And tonight we zone in on Group C, which contains favourites Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Mexico, as well as Rob. But Lewandowski's Poland will also feature Group D, which has defending champions France, Australia, Denmark, as well as Tunisia. Hi, I'm Trevor Nyakani, the Blue Bulls and Springbok prop, and now you're listening to ZFM Sports. Yes, indeed, it is ZFM Sport, and let us know your thoughts of the just-ended Castle Lager Premier Soccer League season 0731-168-045. That's 0731-168-045. That's what we're talking about straight after a local sports news roundup uh, where we're talking triathlon, athletics, and uh, cricket. Here's Chris. The Home Front. Local sports news and analysis. We'll start off with some cricket news where the Northerns have leveled up the Pro 50 Championship Series after winning the second match by five wickets at Queen's Sports Club in Bulawayo yesterday. After losing the first match by eight wickets, Northerns successfully chased down the 245 target set with 16 balls remaining. With the series level at one all, there will be all to play for in the final match, which is slated for Queen's Sports Club tomorrow morning. In athletics news, Team Zimbabwe athletes who are set to participate in the 10th edition of the Africa Union Sports Sports Council Region 5 games in Malawi early next month are scheduled to go into camp in Harare on Friday. The biannual jamboree is billed to run from the 2nd until the 11th of December in Lilongwe under the theme Igniting the African Dream. Finish off with some triathlon news. National team coach Pamela Fulton has expressed her delight on being selected as one of two head tutors at the Dakla Development Camp set for Morocco next month together with the Rudan El Bakush, who is from the host nation, the two were appointed by the tri- World Triathlon to take charge of the six-day camp, which kicks off on the 4th of December. From Rufaro to Barberfield, Mandava to Nyabunga, all the perfect moments in the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League come together on ZFM Sport. All right, now the curtain came down on an entertaining Costa Lager Premier Soccer League 2021-2022 season with FC Platinum being crowned champions for the fourth time in a row. The Chavane side who were presented with their title on Saturday at Mandara Stadium by Mike Madoda uh, dedicated, <laughs> <laughs> dedicated their achievement uh, to the fans. And in truth, uh, Alois, in the, at the end of it, there really wasn't anyone close, was there? In terms of performance, in terms of results, ending with, I think it was 21 games unbeaten uh, run uh, they were dominant 
Yeah, they were they were dominant. Twenty one games is no it's no joke. It's no joke. Baby, you know, uh, for for any sport, yeah, for any sport in particular, going for twenty one games and beating is uh, it's a it's a big it's a big uh, big um, uh, I can say big uh, indictment on 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 a team that is actually doing well. For me, I actually say well coached. <laughs> Absolutely, well coached by Norman Mapeza, of course, who is the man uh, who leads that uh, team. And in truth, if there are any naysayers about. Uh, uh, FC Platinum I, I I certainly hope They've been kept quiet now Because Four in a row Chris mm. Again Another record That is very impressive It's absolutely impressive And any sort of You know There were some attempts Right at the end there To try and kind of Make sure that the title Doesn't go back to Shawani But um, they were unsuccessful And those people Who were actually trying we're To make the Are talking about the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to leave The name out of it But now that you said it Herentals actually Congratulated them On social media Which I found very very interesting yeah. and Ironic. A bit more gracious <laughs> than I would have expected considering the allegations that they were making. But I think what FC Platinum managed to do this season is to prove undeniably that they are the champions. I think in previous seasons, they've the other teams have come pretty close. I think there was one that they won by a single point. Yeah. So I think this season, the dominance really shone through and Norman Mapesa did a brilliant job with this team that he was effectively reconstructing. Let's start there. Um, Mike, you've talked all season long about the reset button. We saw Calvin Mazonga, Ramon Kutanzira, Silas Sangani, Rav Kawandera, Stanley Gala all leave the building and we thought to ourselves, ah, Timia ya guru nurwa. And others. At all, as they say in, in, in education. Um, and we thought to ourselves, Timia it's done there, there's no chance that there's going to be anything and it started and looked that way as soon as his method got cemented on those youngsters they, he showed that if you have a method and a way very little can stand in your way. And also, Barry, to add to it, the method in a way, he had talented youngsters. And yeah. uh, we didn't appreciate it at the time because we don't have any developmental leagues that are national. Yeah. Uh, we don't have any reserve leagues which are national. So we are not exposed to the next generation of players. Uh, and so when he got rid of the experience, a lot of people sat up and thought, you know what, there's no way FC Platinum will be able to retain their crown having uh, got rid of such experience. But they had ability. Mm. They had guys who were able to play. You Big take time. a look at guys like Oscar Bebe, Tandom oh, uh, Gwenya, you yeah. know, Kelvin Mangiza, uh, Gizo Magaya, Panache Matimanyoka. Those are young players that really adapted well to Norman's methods, uh, but to adopt well to methods uh, from a demanding coach, mm. you've got to have a modicum of ability. You do. And that's what these players have shown us all season. And what I love about these players, Barry, you and I were talking about Tandom Gwenya, for example, yeah. how we have seen the difference uh, from the Tando that we saw at the start of the season. Yes. to the tando that we watched in operation Shucks on the last game of the season uh, versus Herentos. Herentos, I mean, versus um, uh, Cranbourne Bullets. Crabbon Bullet said no answers for this young man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it just wasn't the fact that, uh, listen, uh, he, he was uh, very good on the ball, but his movements, you know, oh. it's the little subtleties uh, that sometimes fans don't look out for. Mm. Uh, his ability to contribute to play, yeah. uh, you know, creative play. He's an attacker. He's mm. a striker. Uh, usually we ex- expect attackers to just get on the end of things and score a la Haaland. Uh, but uh, <laughs> what he showed me uh, was a bit of the Firmino yes. in him. Yes. The ability to drop deep, contribute in midfield uh, and then of course uh, create opportunities uh, for his fellow running mates and um, brilliant, brilliant from Norman Mapesa because a lot of people after five, six games when he pressed the reset button, a lot of people say, you know what, no way FC Platinum are going to be crowned champions. And and, and he blended that so well, Alois, with with the senior players, Gif Bello, Lawrence Mutlanga, your uh, Blessing Moyos, uh, Brian Bandas, all of those players who know the uh, uh, Ransom Parari, he blended the, 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 them very well almost half and half half youngsters half uh, senior players in his squad that there was a nice sort of balance and you, it's hard to look past FC Platinum come next season huh? very early and we don't know what anyone, anyone's going to do but Chucks they're looking good value yeah very uh, you, you, you spot when the, the balance is is outstanding you know it reminds me of uh, of guarantee of our days mm. that's exactly what Grabowski did right he got, got rid of the senior players you brought in a lot of youngsters but what did he do he picked and chose 
the senior players that he thought could work with the youngsters. Right. The almost the back line was this was senior was the senior players. Sure. Then forward line was the was the younger players. Mm. So they gave guidance to the youngsters. This is exactly what Nomen Mapesa has done. Experience is shown. Yes. And I also think that Nomen Mapesa has got an advantage over a lot of coaches in Zimbabwe. He is using modern methods of football here, whereas most of our coaches are Cuff A. That's the ceiling. Cuff A coaches, <laughs> whereas Nomen has got the experience to have played in Europe. Yeah. He has got the, the ability, he has got the experience. He is actually using it and blending it with what he has learned here in Zimbabwe. So it's a fusion of yeah. a lot of things. Experience in playing, experience of overseas, and he has got a lot going. So and, and the exposure also, is outstanding for he's him. He's also a learning coach, so he's yes. learning and developing as he goes. And uh, a fair place to go is to second position. Uh, chicken in, uh, Chris. Mm-hmm. And uh, in, in truth, Chicken in just didn't have enough in the tank. They had a patch of very bad results that yeah. set them so far back against a very consistent FC Platinum. So when they fell away, they, there was no way of recovering. But it sounds and seems like Joey Andipas knows what he needs to do. He knows what he needs to do, but I think he'll still take a look at this season and not necessarily be completely happy with it. Because this is another one of those seasons where we build chicken in to say, you know what, these are title contenders. We expected them, especially when FC Platinum had that slump. It's unfortunate that when FC Platinum had their slump, chicken in had a slump at the same time when they should have been capitalizing on the gap that had been left by FC Platinum. Those are points that they should have been picking up. But I think... Starting the season again as favourites, the only thing that they have going for them, I think, going into next season, is that continuity as well mm. um, that they'll be able to have in terms of those players. But that continuity, Mike, surely cannot include Moses Jackson, 42 <laughs> years old, died, got out 34, Passmore Bernard, 35. Uh, listen, those players, I'm sure, should be put to pasture. Yeah, they should be put to pasture, but uh, I think uh, maybe Moses Jackson. Uh, mm. I think there's still room uh, for Guy Gordon, uh, 34 years old, uh, mm. Passmore Bernard, uh, 35. I think uh, they they'll still be in the chicken in squad right. uh, come next season. Uh, he obviously needs to bring in reinforcements uh, because mm-hmm. there is just a, a hurdle they need to get over if they are to close the gap between uh, themselves and FC Platinum. And I think it's a qualitative gap. Yeah. Uh, it's not one that, uh, it's, it's not about tactics. Yeah. It's not about the methods because uh, Joey Antipas is actually one of the modern coaches yeah. uh, that we have in our league. He's also been exposed here. That attachment is Borussia Dortmund. Dortmund yeah. uh, he went over to Denmark, so he's uh, fully aware uh, of what's needed what needs to be done and we saw it reflected in the great start that Chicken Inn had uh, but there was just a certain quality that was lacking uh, for example in the games that Chicken Inn actually played against FC Platinum that's yeah. why FC Platinum were able to get the better uh, of um, the Gamecocks it was simply because Norman Mapeza has got the better quality in his squad and over a 34 game season usually the cream rises to the top yeah, usually it does and the good thing for Chicken Inn fans if they any out um, is that uh, Joey Antipas has identified three players whom he says he wants to bring in to improve the squad. So that reinforcement that you're talking about, Mike, seems to already be happening. Finishing third this season is Dynamos. Uh, uh, Alois and uh, coach uh, Tundra Indiraya, uh, albeit that he's making the right sort of noises to say that he wants to stay, knows what needs to happen. It's hard to see him remaining in the job given everything that has happened this past season. He was, got, he was suspended uh, uh, mid-season, missed I think two or three games uh, and then the finish was a bit of a whimper so I, I think he's a, he's he might just be a dead man walking yeah uh, I, I'm not sure if he if he's going to stay I don't know uh, but as an observer from outside I don't see much uh, to, to, to tell me that dynamos are going to be a force next season I don't I don't really see that in in, in, the, in the team the way they they played and when you look at the players I I, I, I struggle to look Besides, um, what do you call this? Uh, Sadiki. Mm. Sadiki boy. Sadiki is, Sadiki, is, is, yeah. an, is an outstanding talent. Uh, that King one. Nadolo is also a yeah, good yeah, they, those, those you can name just a few players, uh, but Macaroni. as a team, as a team, uh, as a team overly, I don't know. I think they should learn now. I think Norman Mapesa gave a lot of. Uh, teams a lesson, including us, that there are youngsters out there that we don't know that can actually play. Go out there and look for those youngsters, blend them into your team and play. Don't just go around looking for some but, names. But, but and they, all that. they did I, try I, and bring I, I in Bill Antonio. I yeah. think uh, Bill Antonio was yeah. uh, uh, he t- came to yeah. many people. He was sort of like a, a breath of fresh air to Dynamo's. And also, let's not write off, guys, uh, Dynamo's performances in the early stages 
certainly, this season. Certainly. Uh, they showed that they do have decent quality in that team to actually get results mm-hmm. because they were getting results at that time. We, we, we have to ask ourselves the question, what was the impact of Tonderai Ndiraya's suspension? Yeah. Uh, at a critical stage of the season, he was suspended from the team uh, and the off-field issues, I think, began uh, to hog the limelight yeah. at Dynamos. Yes. And that may just have had an impact on the psyche of the players, mm. uh, certainly on the psyche of Tonderai Ndiraya uh, and his uh, technical team. Now, which is not to say that they would have gone on to win the title, but I think that Dynamos lost a lot of valuable momentum in those two weeks. Because yeah. it was destabilizing. Uh, yeah, yeah, and it was destabilizing and they didn't need that. Yeah. I think the executive, just by virtue of where Dynamos are sitting at or were sitting at at that time, should have come out to back the coach, yeah. even without believing in his methods. Yeah, yeah. To say, you know what, okay, you've said you want to get results. We're going to back you to get those results. Mm-hmm. Let's see how far you can take us. And also, let's not forget, guys, this is Dynamo's best showing in recent years. In recent years. So, you know, we, we, I, I'm always, I'm a bit surprised when people say uh, Tundra Indira is a dead man walking. It will be purely based on off-field issues. Yeah. It, 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 not on football. Because if it's football, he has progressed. He, he has he has progressed the team, that's for sure. Um, from a results perspective, uh, uh, perhaps if there is... You, an, let, me, let me give the parallel. Yeah. Dynamos is like Arsenal. If Arsenal implode right now, yeah. and, and by implode, I mean they end up finishing third. Yeah. in the English Premier League there will be those that will actually turn around and say Arteta has failed sure by virtue of where they are sitting right now it's the same thing Mine. with Tundera Indiraya yeah uh, if, if you if you take a look at it with that viewpoint in mind, yes, yes, Dynamos had a great opportunity. They put themselves in a great place to take advantage. Okay, but if you take a look at where Tonderai found the club mm-hmm. yeah. and where he's now led them to, sure. do we say that he has failed? Similarly, with Ateta, if Ateta manages to get Champions League football for the first time in a decade, the problem, do we say he has failed? The problem is that Tonderai and Diraya came out and gave us. A measurement of his success. What did he tell us? Results. He told us that he is out here to get results. Doesn't matter how they're playing, but they're going to be getting wins. And what happened? They started to get the losses. But I think Dynamo's fans and the an general overall public, assessment, Chris, of a season. It doesn't matter. We have to take a look where the club was absolutely and where they've ended up. The, the, there has that's, been that's it. There has been progress, and and I would I would say progress insofar as their 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 league standing, but. I think there's there's going to be some consideration on the performance. That's that's exactly what I wanted to say, Bay. Yes, position-wise, they've progressed. But I wanted to ask Mike a question. When you look at Dynamos right now, do you sit in that chair and think, ah, with this team, they're going to win the league next season? Listen, now, I'm just, they, not just they, that they, they, There are 17 other teams that I look at, and I say they're not going to win the title. The Dynamos included. Well... Every other club apart no, 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 from no, no, FC no, Platinum. Mike, Mike, Mike. FC we, we, Platinum is the only team that we're talking I don't about even think, Yes, no. We, I don't think they, there's going to be any team that can run FC Platinum close. So, no, so, I, I, not I, even I your think, Caps United. Not even Islanders. Islanders can. Nah, yeah. Islanders and FC Platinum will give FC Platinum money. We say that all the time. Here's what they will. Here's what this tells me. Here's what this discussion tells me is that in that fateful board meeting that Dynamos is going to have, to discuss the fate of the coach I think they're going to be equally split because I think that uh, if we look at the grand and in truth you've got to assess the, the, the season in, 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 in its totality and you look at it in entirety Tundra uh, Indiraya has progressed to the team he needs to stay to stay he needs he needs to stay because if they change him another coach if he's a local he's coach gonna he's going to come and start afresh <laughs> yeah so that's the advice to the board at Dynamo and, and which coach club. is going to come and play this refreshingly Entertaining and attacking football. Where, where are you going to fight? Who is this coach? Is not going to happen. Who is this local coach? No, it's not going to happen. There is it. Very curious to know. There is it. I would be keen to. That's know why I said he should continue because there's no replacement in this country. It doesn't, it doesn't look that way. That's for sure. Guys in fourth position, and surprisingly, I think uh, in terms of how their season went, was Ngezi Platinum Stars, and it's thanks to a man uh, who took over the technical bench. Has started in the in the position of. Uh, a head coach interim and then ended as an interim head coach uh, but made sure that 
Gazi Platinum Star made some serious uh, progress, and that man is Take Sure Chiragui. Now, he spoke about the club finishing the campaign in fourth. If you look at the uh, magnitude of the club, it's a, it's, a very, it's a very big club with uh, big ambitions. So I think to finish on top four, it's a very respectable position for us, maybe next season, to go further, uh, probably to fight for, uh, for, for owners. But I'm happy for now because we've achieved what we're supposed to achieve. The guys, they've performed very well. Uh, to be honest, I need to thank everyone. Uh, the body, the executive, and also the, 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 the coaches from Coach uh, Lakama, who have uh, <coughs> assembled the squad, and also Coach Benji came in, and also uh, assembled another squad that have uh, taken over up to now. I give credit to them, and uh, I would also want to thank uh, the players for their resistance and uh, fighting spirit. Uh, one question on this one, and one question alone. Mike has take sure Chiragui done enough to get the job. Oh yes, oh yes. I would, listen. If I could do the real Ferdinand uh, voice, I would. I mean, uh, he must sign on the dotted line now. Uh, <laughs> give him, give him whatever you want. Uh, give him the contract because uh, if you take a look at uh, the, he started, of course, shakily. I think there were a couple of draws mm-hmm. there. There was a defeat, but he's only suffered one defeat since he took over from Bijan wow. Marwari, and wow, wow, he's wow. actually taken the team from mid-table, lowly mid-table, mm. to finish in fourth uh, ahead of a Highlander side that had actually got a lot more momentum at the time that he took over uh, the reins at uh, Madamburo. So for me, unless they're going to bring this, um, you know, top-level uh, foreign coach. I take a look at the options that are available locally. Again, I ask the same question I asked of Dynamos. Mm. Who is this local wonder? (laughs) 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 Who's going to come uh, and take this club forward? So unless they're bringing in a really high high level coach uh, uh, from uh, outside of our borders, uh, you've got to stick with Take Shoshirag. I think he's done enough to earn the job. And for me, uh, to see the club president, when they beat Dynamos Segula, you know, uh, walk down. Uh, to the field and uh, just congratulate uh, Take Sure Chiragui and the team in the aftermath of that victory versus Dynamos. Their first, by the way, uh, mm. against Dynamos, against Dynamos, Dynamos in Harare, yeah, in Harare yeah. uh, was, uh, I think, an indicator that he had won them over. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, we've watched many a football so, game so, with Stanley Segula uh, and he will always up and leave at yes. the end of the game. But Sometimes I, I before think, the end of the game. I think that was indicative that, you know what, you've, you've impressed me, boy. Uh, I'm going to trust you. Don't let me down. And, yeah. and he didn't let him down because Zangezi Platinum Stars finishing fourth. In Zimbabwe, we don't really talk about top four because there's no Champions League uh, qualification. We talk about the top eight. So your top eight, FC Platinum, Chicken Inn, Dynamos. Ngezi Platinum Stars finishing in fourth. In fifth, Highlanders. Sixth, Triangle. Uh, Bulaya Chiefs finishing in seventh. And then Herentos finishing in eighth. Relegated, the four clubs relegated the season. Wawa, Tenax, the two uh, correctional services teams. Bulaya City, all of those three teams were promoted and go straight down and then Harare City is the fourth to be relegated the promoted teams uh, from the northern region Simba Bora from the eastern region uh, Green Fuel from the central region Shesham and from the southern region it was Wange the race for the golden boot has been won by William Anondo with 17 goals he's of Caps United uh, Walter Masona is second on 14 goals and third is Delek Murimba of Angezi Platinum Stars from sunny Melbourne to the streets of Monaco the deserts of Bahrain to the jungles of Brazil get up to speed on the Formula One report the Formula One report is proudly brought to you by Zimoko, the home of F1 brands Mercedes-Benz and Alfa Romeo in Zimbabwe. Zimoko, specialized service for special brands. Now, Zimbabwe is pickup country. Hard work, rough roads and paths less traveled make up the hard days spent on the farm, at the mine or on any in fact, many construction sites are sprouting up around the country. When the road and journey gets tough, uh, that's when uh, the Mitsubishi Triton single cab uh, feels most at home. Mitsubishi Triton single cabs are durable, powerful, comfortable, and packed with advanced technology to keep you 
and your team safe. Choose from the available 4x2 or 4x4 options to get you where you need to go. The Mitsubishi Triton is constructed with lightweight materials and boasts an engine among the smoothest, quietest and most effective on the market, easily combining outstanding performance and unfussed efficiency in one potent package. Well, tough jobs call for dependable power and the Mitsubishi Triton's responsive 2.4-litre turbo diesel engine boasting 133 kilowatts of power and 430 newton meters of torque at just 2,500 RPM. The Triton's imposing power means ease to deal the maximum one-ton load carrying capacity with a braked towing capacity of up to 3,000 kilograms. Stay tuned to find out more about the Mitsubishi Triton. Z. All right, now Red Bull Racing boss uh, Christian Horner is adamant that Max Verstappen will help teammate Sergio Perez in the final Formula One Abu Dhabi Grand Prix if the opportunity arises. Verstappen created a huge stir in Interlagos by disobeying a team order to let Perez in to sixth place on the last lap, uh, which would have been a huge boost to the Mexicans' quest for second place in the World Championship. Former Formula One driver Jensen Button says he was left, quote, amazed at the Red Bull drivers uh, exchanging furious radio messages. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a tricky one because we just hear one side of it. We don't hear what his reasons. Um, it doesn't come across well, no. On, when you hear his comments saying, no, I'm not letting him pass. I've got my reasons. Um, if we don't hear the reasons, we just think, well, Max is being selfish. He's not thinking about the team. He's not thinking about his teammate. Um, but I, I did see something um, in the media don't quote me on it because I don't know if it's factual but um, he, I think he was very upset uh, about the, the Monaco Grand Prix uh, qualifying where Checo ended up in the wall um, so maybe that's his reason for not not wanting to give the place up to Checo because it hurt his qualifying in, uh, and, uh, in, in Monaco and maybe he thought that Checo found all easier than he should have you know Max could have come out of this so well Z all right, the heated discussion already started in the studio, <laughs> but uh, Chris, let me start with you. Uh, Max Verstappen, um, listen, he's he's racing for essentially nothing. He's got all the records, mm-hmm. points, record points, and wins and all sorts. Uh, and uh, Checo Perez, good chance of finishing second. Unfortunately, he didn't get any assistance. No assistance. And is, is it really surprising coming from Max, though? I think I'll say that. I think Max Verstappen has... Um, I, I know some people like to call it a you know a, a, a mean streak, a winning mentality, or whatever. But I think in this scenario, he needed to play for team, and he didn't, um, which is really unfortunate. And we always talk about Max Verstappen being a great race driver, but I'm not sure about the likability, personability. Per, uh, is that the word? Yes, personability. Yeah, personability. It's a word now. It's a word. Um, those stakes for Max Verstappen. Mm. I, I don't think he's he, after this. It's going to be very hard to recover. Well, Max, Max will say that he's out in Formula One to win races, not uh, uh, personality contests, Mike. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. But I think as far as the team dynamics are concerned, I think he could have done better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, he could have just uh, conceded that place just to allow uh, and help his teammate uh, in the race for second because there is a race uh, with uh, Charles Leclerc Ferrari, yeah. Uh, yeah. and it will just be a good confidence booster. I think. Uh, for Checo heading into next season if he's able to bag uh, that second, second place. place and also looks good for Red Bull for as well the team, if yeah. they have a one and two, uh, and at, one the, and two. Uh, at the end of the season so I think uh, Max Verstappen has got a lot of growing up to do yeah. uh, let's not forget that he's a young man he's petulant but uh, I know people talk about him and the likability ETC but let's be fair Max Verstappen we are seeing a very uh, different Max Verstappen to the Max Verstappen we saw four seasons ago yeah. he's grown he up worse. <laughs> he's matured yeah. he was a lot worse yeah. uh, he's taking less risks and of course there will be incidents like this but uh, I expect him to grow into the sport and to grow into the role let's not forget Lewis Hamilton was a prat when he started this sport let's not forget that he wasn't likeable he wasn't charming yeah. Well, he worked on himself. And you know what? It's easy to work on yourself when you're winning. When you're and winning. that's what Max Verstappen is doing because there's, there's a group of followers who always back Max yeah. because he's on top. Yeah. And 
I don't know why you brought Lewis Hamilton to the conversation, but personally, I don't like Lewis Hamilton. No, but I'm just saying that sometimes personality issues, you know, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, Cristiano Ronaldo, ETC, they're little uh, Wayne Rooney at Mm, one point, you know, Luis Suarez especially, you know, all those guys. They've got little things, but for me, it's about, okay, are you able to grow? Yeah. Are you able to change? Yeah. Are you able to develop yourself and your personality to become a better, pe- uh, a better person? All right, so the team at the Herald, there's your headline for tomorrow. Mike Madoda says Ronaldo has some growing up to do. Uh, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> That's misquoting on another level. At, at, the age, at the age of, now that you brought Ronaldo into the conversation. I think let's let, let, let's be fair on Ronaldo. I think yeah, Ronaldo yeah. was petulant when he joined Manchester United from, yeah. uh, from a sporting club uh, mm. of Portugal. Yeah. Uh, you know he wasn't very likable, to no. be fair. No, no, no. Uh, not at all. But then he grew as his stature into AI. Yeah, no, no, he <laughs> he just grew as his stature grew in the game. Mm. As he achieved more, as he won more, he really developed into a guy that even if you didn't like. You're respected. Yeah. And I think we're only seeing Cristiano Ronaldo, the jerk, uh, <laughs> sort of like no. st- started to manifest because of the pressures that he's under. Gotcha. And also because, you know what, he's now 37, he's 38, time is passing him by, and Father Time is a respecter of no individuals yeah. and past accolades and so forth. I can understand his frustrations. But there's no debating or no arguing that the Ronaldo that we have seen over the last, let's say, you know what, 12, 10 years, yeah. he was a decent guy. You Correct. might not have liked him or supported him, but he was a decent he was guy. He a decent, hard working Yeah, the man guy. bought an entire agency for his personal brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you know what? He worked on that aspect of the public persona of Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, so he needs to slip a business he card to Max Verstappen. So, so, so the agency is sleeping on the job now. No, no, no. No, I no, think no. there is. He's still you fired him? I think they fired. Uh, hey, anyway, we're talking about Max Verstappen, guys. Anyway, he's the champion uh, in Formula One driver standings. Uh, but here's the deal. Second and third, Charles Leclerc and Sergio Perez blocked on 290 points. That's all going to come down to Abu Dhabi. Construction standing, Red Bull has sealed it. Second is Ferrari. Third is Mercedes. And fourth is Alpine Renault. Next race is on Sunday. It's in Abu Dhabi. Z. Right, narrow and windy roads are no problem with the Triton's power-assisted rack and pinion steering and compact wheelbase, which feel right at home on crowded work sites. So take total power control with the Triton's short-throw action six-speed manual gearbox. Simply select drive options on an easy-to-operate four-wheel drive selector dial, which allows you to switch between modes on the move at speeds under 100 kilometers an hour. Mitsubishi Motors Intuitive Technology combines a range of innovative technology into one integrated system that works constantly to keep you safe, comfortable and entertained every time you drive with a host of passive and active safety systems working in, in unison, alerting, guiding and reacting to keep you and your passengers safe. Practicality, dependability and reliability are all English words that uh, aren't created by Chris (laughs) but they find a new name and that name is Mitsubishi Triton sold exclusively at Zomoko and at uh, load shifting unbeatable pricing including a 3 years or 100,000 kilometer warranty and a first free service with Zomoko don't wait get in touch with Zomoko you can do it right now via email inquiries at zomoko.co.zw that's inquiries at zomoko.co.zw and you can book a test drive uh, with the Mitsubishi uh, Triton single cab for yourself. Uh, stock is immediately available, so there's nothing to wait for. Mitsubishi engineered beyond tough Zimoko. Specialized service for special brands. The Formula One report is proudly brought to you by Zimoko, the home of F1 brands Mercedes-Benz and Alfa Romeo in Zimbabwe. Zimoko, specialized service for special brands. Hi, you're listening to ZFM Sport. My name's Graham Sharp, and I'm the first Zimbabwean to take on the Dakar Rally in a bike. Z. Around the world in 60 seconds. International sports news. We take off in Australia where, according to media reports, Novak Djokovic has been granted a visa to play in the Australian Open in January. Djokovic, who was deported from Australia in the lead-up to the Grand Slam in January after he declined to be vaccinated, was originally barred from the country until 2025. In news from the rugby world, 
World Rugby Headquarters in Ireland, injured Springbok centre Lukanyo Arm is one of four nominations for the 2022 Rugby <laughs> World Rugby <laughs> Men's Player of the Year Award. Why is it scandalous, Michael? He hasn't played. He's been injured for he's they played need, I think like five games. They need a representation. Nah, nah, nah. nah. <laughs> yeah, but it's a myth. I think uh, what uh, and to, to to see that list and not see Ardi Severe makes a lot it's, of uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a it's joke. Ridiculous. Um, whose playing making abilities and excellent defensive reads in South Africa have missed ha, South Africa have missed since injury goes up against Ireland's Johnny Sexton, Josh Van der Flair, and 2021 we are Anthony Dupont of France for the prestigious. I'm Tishan in the United States where Taylor Heineke and Washington Commanders handed the Philadelphia Eagles their first loss of the season as they came away 32-21 to 21 winners on Monday Night Football in Philadelphia. The Eagles turned the ball over four times to bring a stunning halt to their best start to a season in franchise history. Your, your hit mu- music station. My station. Your station. It's everybody's station. ZFM Stereo. With the team and have your say your way. Operator. It's the fan zone. Get in touch uh, with your views. 073-1168-045. Collins and Tonashango will start with you. And guys, your criticism of Cristiano Ronaldo is not fair. What exactly has he done? Yes, he is older, but he's playing better football than most of the current man U players. Doubt. Oh. Mm, no. <laughs> Collins, is he, is are, he... are you are you watching Ronaldo play? <laughs> You see, you see, you see, you see what 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 I what I believe in Cristiano Ronaldo is that he just is not uh, fitting into the system that uh, that Ten Hag wants to play, but he is not finished at all. The problem is it's his bar, how he used to play. He set the standard so high that you know what he is playing. Maybe he was at hundred. He is playing at eighty. He is better than players that were at sixty now playing at seventy. But people are looking at the improvement of that one that is coming from sixty to seventy and saying ah he dropped from hundred to eighty. But if you look fairly at his ability, his ability is way way more than a lot of players but that are there. I don't think anyone is doubting the problem his is his. The problem is the system that Man United is playing. He is just not fitting into that system. Yeah, he's a village. But he's not, he's not finished. But, but let, let's just talk. Let's just look at his performances, Alois. You know, uh, what's wrong with his performance? Wow, I've ne- uh, I, to be honest, missing clear-cut chances the way he's been doing. Number one, that's got nothing two, to do with the number system. Number two, I, I think that his turnovers, uh, you must admit, have become ridiculous. Uh, one of the one things that you could say about Ronaldo was his ball retention, and now it's almost as if Ronaldo So his performances, regardless of system, have certainly taken a, a, a dip. I would also say that they've gone a little bit under 80%. Right, and you can hate uh, what CR7 did, but for me, I am 50-50. I want to clarify this one here. Criticism is not hate, Chris. Yeah. But some of it is hate. When, uh, no, it's not that hate. We're seeing when we're doing street. it in yeah. the studio, yeah. is yeah. hate? Yeah. No, not here in the studio. Yeah, Chris, I said in the street. I, I think sometimes when, 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 when people need to understand that when, when a, an athlete is criticised, it's just criticism. It's not yeah. hate. It's not. You, you can criticize someone you like. You may criticize someone you respect. And the problem is when people listen and you criticize, they automatically think, You hate him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you know what? And also, when you're taking a look at some of these players, we will say the very best of them. But we'll also say when they do something that is not appropriate, when they're not playing up to the standard we expect. And that's only natural. I think you can't expect us for us to always say because he's a legend, he is beyond any kind of criticism. Cristiano Ronaldo, at the end of the day, is a footballer. We are talking about football. If he comes into an area where we're critiquing, we're critiquing. Yeah, absolutely. 0731-168-045. That's our fan zone number. Uh, that number again is 0731 Three one one six eight zero four five. Send us your thoughts and your views. And uh, I didn't finish the message. He says that you know what, Hansa, I'm fifty-fifty. I hate it and I like it because I he did expose how behind United have fallen behind from other clubs. Hate it or like it, and which is true. I think there were some painful truths that were said yeah. by Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, regards the Glazers. Regards the falling standards uh, at uh, Old Trafford and Carrington. And that's mainly as a result, Barry, that uh, the Glazers have not invested into the club as much as, let's say, 
the owners at Tottenham, yes. the owners at Arsenal, the owners at Liverpool, the owners at Man City. And United fans are looking at that and they feel like, you know what, we're falling behind. Ronaldo is in the middle of that yes. and he knows that they're falling behind because he's been at Real Madrid, he's gone across to Juventus who spruced up, yeah. built a new stadium okay, yes. and new facilities, mm. is one of the, if, if not the richest team in Italy. Uh, and he's come and he's seen the falling standards. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with it in part, uh, but I would also say that uh, I, I, I think there has been an effort now uh, to try and resolve that. I think Eric Ten Hag has, has been brought in uh, to try and resolve those falling standards. They've got a new sporting director coming in. They've got all sorts that are that is headed in the di- right direction. Ronaldo must at least, should have acknowledged at least, to see where this new project is headed but he's not giving that chance because he's not part of it all right uh, more contributions here about the ronaldo issue sorry you wrote an essay so I, i'm not going to read this and uh, I, I was going to read it but uh, <laughs> read and summarize this this is an essay sorry i'm not going to read we, we don't have the time simply uh i anzi uh zfn sport ronaldo needs to to go now ggmu that's a man united fan uh anzi cr7 is just another piece in a puzzle but unfortunately it's the wrong puzzle like Alois said he doesn't fit in the system and that message is coming from Ronnie out in Brayside. I have a question. Yeah. What system does Cristiano Ronaldo fit in now? If we're talking, taking a look at the top European clubs or any European club what system does he whose system does he fit into? Where, 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 yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Yeah. Where, where, where would he go in uh, a, a team that can afford to carry him, for example, Alice? I don't know. I don't know uh, about carrying him. But okay, fitting. Where would, would name no, a system? I, I mean, carry in yeah, because he's no, not. He's not able no, to. That's to. Okay, Bayern uh, Munich pre- plays a pressing game. Okay, so does Borussia Dortmund. Yeah, same. Uh, Atletico, Ma- Atletico Madrid certainly play yeah. a pressing game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so so which team? Uh, uh, no. we're, t- we're taking a look basically, at it in that. Basically, basically, basically here, guys, you are saying that he is not, he's not capable. We're he's asking not capable a of pressing. We're saying if you are his agent, yes, he's not capable. If of you are his I'll agent, I'll boldly state that he's okay, not. No, he I, doesn't I, want, or he's not capable. He's not capable. I have a question for you. He if you're his agent, where do you take him from United? Which European club do you place him in from now? Where the system fits Ronaldo's play? Look, if he was playing the way he is playing right now, mm-hmm. and he is 30, he would join No, 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 no. I mean, no, right, no, now, right now, he's 37. With the way that he's playing, he's 38. We spoke about it yesterday. Let's be mm-hmm. honest here. And I'm the one who actually said he has to go to America now because in Europe right now he can't His play His time now. is up. His time is up. I said that yesterday. Okay. okay. I said that yesterday. As I, and I even said you can go to clubs like Fulham or uh, the Middle West Ham. Those clubs. But can look, man, yeah, I when they go. Yeah, hey, that's the biggest <laughs> problem. That's why he has to go to America where he can actually go and enjoy. But if he really wants to play football in the EPL or he has to drop down a standard, uh, he goes to play for teams that Malou, are playing man. in Europe. Uh, he has right. to play in, the, in those kind and of, then, kind then, of clubs now. A lot of players have done that. And it'll be interesting to see if Portugal's uh, team is able to galvanize and come together for CR7. The initial footage that's coming out of camp today was not encouraging. At all. That frosty greeting with Bruno and then Cancelo literally uh, shooing him off. Yeah. yeah. Uh, You know, the the, the team dynamic there, I think, you know what, he... he, the coach has got a, he's given the coach a lot of work to do because yeah, extra you know, the, things to yeah, think about. a lot of things to think about. I think he, you could have released this interview after the World Cup. Or at least Van Nogo out. <laughs> after the World Cup, I think, I think he, could have, he could have released it then. Again, yeah. get into the World Cup, you know, because Bruno, you, Bruno looks like he's pro ten hug, hundred and ten percent. Because his game has improved. He's get, playing a bigger role. He's he's getting the armband a whole lot more because Harry's not being played. <laughs> so we, we are in danger of not doing a World Cup preview, yeah. here, guys. <laughs> let's, take, let's take a look at Group C and D. Lock, lock, yet. The big leagues, the big teams, the big players. The beautiful game on ZFM Sport. Jogo Bonito, Tiki Taka, Total Football. It's a football celebration.
where only the best are invited. Messi, Ronaldo, Neymar, Benzema. The stars come out to play on your Qatar 2022 World Cup update on CFM Sport. Right, let's move on to Group C. Yesterday we took a look at uh, A and B and Group C contains Argentina, the South American champions and they'll head to World Cup uh, with expectations at their highest in years. The 2021 Copa America win secured on Brazilian soil fired the dreams of a country that has one objective on its mind, lifting a third World Cup trophy with Leo Messi still leading the way in what will be his fifth and quite possibly last World Cup finals appearance. There are many reasons why La Albi Celeste are contenders for the most prized piece of silverware in the game. And there's no doubting their key players and their fortunes will hinge very much on Lionel Messi. Take a quick look at Saudi Arabia. They're going to travel to the World Cup intent on matching their best performance in the competition, which is a qualification for the last 16 in the USA. Get this, 28 years ago, the Green Falcons have undergone a major transformation since appearing at Russia 2018 with a new coaching team in place and several fresh faces having broken into the side. Despite beating AFC heavyweights Japan and Australia in the course of a relatively straightforward qualification campaign, Irv Renard's side have come under the microscope for issues in front of goal of late. Key player you want to watch out for there, Salim al Dasari. He plays for Al-Hilal SFC in Saudi Arabia. Now, let's go to Mexico now. Amid all the controversy, rumors and debate, Mexico are headed for the eighth consecutive World Cup with one objective in mind to progress beyond the round of 16 after falling at the hur- at that hurdle on every one of their previous seven appearances. Determined to think big and shake off a relatively inauspicious showing in the qualifiers, this hotbed of football is dreaming of winning the biggest prize in the game. Their key player, uh, Napoli's Irving Lozano. And the fourth team uh, will be Poland and they're ready to go again and deliver a stronger performance at this year's edition after a disappointing showing at the 2018 World Cup in Russia where Poland's tournament came to a premature end after the group stage. With 20 points from 10 games in UEFA qualification group one, the Polish team looked very well drilled on the road to Qatar. Yet, because group rivals England performed better to take top spot by the end of the campaign, Poland were forced to take the scenic route via playoff match against Sweden in which they prevailed and of course their key player is Barca striker Robert Lewandowski. It looks very much uh, like uh, a decent group, uh, especially for Argentina who of course uh, one of the favourites for the tournament. Uh, they will be of course tested uh, by Poland and by Mexico and uh, they always say that at tournaments you don't want a group that's too easy because you don't work your way into the tournament uh, come the knockout stages and I think this group here will test Argentina sufficiently enough to prepare them very well for the knockout stages yeah I think uh, they need to guard against complacency and the, the first match I think for them is very key once they win the first match three points I think they will be uh, home and dry because they, they will definitely get another one point from, from there because the idea for the group matches uh, is to qualify for the second round that is actually what is um, mostly important. You just want to to play. You don't want to exert yourself too much as well because it's a it's a, it's, a, it's a very tight month that you are going to play a lot of games. And these players, remember, they are coming straight from their league season. They don't didn't have a break. They're just going straight into the into the into the into the World Cup. So it's very critical for them to manage the games. It's it's actually fortunate that they've got an easier when you look it on paper that uh, they they've got an easier group. They can actually manage. I think the rest for second place is going to be uh, more fierce than the rest for the first place because I see Poland and Mexico really slugging it out for second place. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, I think it'll be very difficult to, to call uh, as to which is the better side uh, between uh, the uh, North Americans, Mexico, yeah. as well as uh, Poland. Now, of course, uh, the defending champions are France and you'll find them in Group D. Style, elegance, determination, passion. Football comes alive in Qatar and on CFM Sport. 
Right, there's a message here. Uh, Anzi, Anzi Joao Mario explained that the Bruno incident was a joke thing. You watch the interview. Come on, man. You know what? Don't be so naive. <laughs> These guys have actually seen that the video is done rounds and now they are fighting to just, yeah. you know what, uh, try and uh, give out a positive narrative Protect of captain, what happened. Yeah. Yeah, Protect yeah. their captain and act. You know what? It's, it's the only... What do you expect them to say? You've got to spin it. Yeah, you've, you've got, got to spin, spin it, it and uh, spin it positively. But anyway, let's talk about that group. Group D, that's got France, it's got Australia, Denmark and Tunisia. Key player for France for me, no doubt, Alois Bungira, Karim Benzema. Benzo. He missed 2018 because he was nowhere near the squad at that time. He'd been ostracized. So he's got plenty of motivation to try and get France to defend their crown. Yeah, Benzema has been playing great football in the past year or two, to be honest. And the Ballon d'Or is actually testimony to that. Uh, he's going to be one of the key players. For me, I think even Mbappe, you know, they've got a squad. You know, mm. France has got a squad. I, I, I'm not surprised. I won't be surprised if they return this they're actually one of the favorites to actually do it but with Benzema blazing as he is doing right now I think France are more potent than they were in the previous World Cup but they're, they're, they're missing Kante and Pogba will those be a big mm. miss? I, I, not really you see those positions Mike can be replaced with people that can just be there to show up the position, you know, mm-hmm. because, because, because those two players, Alois, were arguably together with the best, Mbappe, their yeah. best at the last World Cup. I, I, do, I do, I do, I do agree, Mike. But when you have a player that can just play as close as to those players, then mm. you've got Mbappe and and Benzema just, up front. Just feed them. Yeah, yeah. 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 You just want, you just want <laughs> players who can show the up them if you don't give them the ball. <laughs> and, 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 and then they'll do uh, their uh, thing up front. Chris, Chris, let's talk about Denmark. One of the feel-good uh, stories, I think, uh, of this World Cup is to see Denmark qualify for the World Cup and not least of all, their key player, yeah. Christian Eriksen. You know, it's, it's the comeback. I think of the decade yeah. as far as footballers is concerned. Yeah, I think it, um, after his incident at the Euros, there was um, very great speculation as to whether he would even be able to play again. But I think he's yeah. come back, he's playing again, and I think it galvanizes the team to want to do better beyond just the World Cup itself. But I think coming together around a player like Christian Eriksen is going to be very key for this team. Well, we are bumping into Tunisia, Barry. Uh, African hopefuls, and uh, they're there at the World Cup, the Carthage Eagles, mm. uh, you know, they, they've been there a few times before. Mm-hmm. Uh, can they make a challenge? Because you take a look at those teams. Yes, there is France, Denmark, they're not exactly world beaters, decent team. And then you take a look at Australia as well. They aren't, but uh, you know what? I'm actually tipping Denmark to win uh, this group. Uh, I think they're playing fantastic. Ahead of football. France. Ahead of France. I, I, I truly believe Ooh, that Denmark right now. The playing... Sage has spoken. <laughs> Denmark, Denmark, guys. If if we watch them in the in the Nations mm. League, if we watch them in the qualifications, qualifiers, in the qualifiers, they're playing phenomenal football. So I think that they're going to be a, a huge challenge. Uh, the Carthage Eagles. Unfortunately, Africa, we haven't learned enough uh, also it's great that we've got all all the African teams are going with uh, African coaches uh, it's great as a story but sucks it's going to be tough out there football has <laughs> moved on significantly so Carthage Eagles Tunisia I'm not hopeful you're not hopeful Same at you. all <laughs> time has run out guys and of course uh, we'll be continuing our journey uh, as we preview the groups uh, in Qatar 2022 tomorrow we'll be taking a look at E and F uh, should be a good one don't miss it mate God richly bless you. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Manande, out. And it's Messi! It is the cleanest, the clean finishes, and the best on the planet. The biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. Hi, this is Mike Bundled and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international, on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. See